0: big news from mojang about the future of caves and cliffs plus some pretty interesting additions to minecraft is the caves and cliffs update split a good thing or a bad thing let's find out in this episode of dig straight down what is going on crafters welcome to another episode of dig straight down with me your host rebel jc recorded on tuesday april 20th 2021 this episode uh, is going to focus mainly on news topics and listener emails so i'm not going to be able to get into any of my own ideas for additions to minecraft but don't worry the news of of this um, that 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 the news that I'm going to go over in this episode is actually opening up a lot of doors of new ideas to talk about in the future. So don't worry, new ideas from Rebel are coming soon. Uh, there's so much to talk about, guys. Um, <clears throat> real quick, before I move into the Dragon's Egg Challenge, um, I want to have a quick word about the kind of community that I want to be. Creating and cultivating around this podcast. First of all, I want to say, if you're listening to this and you consider yourself a part of my community and you've engaged with the show, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening to this. It really, it means more to me than I think I could ever really tell you. Um, I grew up constantly creating things, writing stories, all that kind of thing, and I never really had anyone to share my creations with who took a genuine interest in them until now. So really from the bottom of my heart crafters, <laughs> um, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of my community, but I've been thinking the past few weeks on, um, My responsibility as the person who's creating this community, my responsibility as the host of the show, the host of this community, and I want to take it a bit more seriously. Um, So I I realize there's so many of you out there who are pretty young, um, probably, uh, I mean, in the 11, 12, 13 year old range. And that's great. That's awesome. Probably even younger than that. And I'm I'm happy that you're here. Um, But me being an uh, be, me being an adult me being me being a dad even i have this desire to really create an environment for you guys create a a community where i leave a positive impact where i am setting a good example for you guys in how to you know be a be, be a good citizen of the internet, you know, be, have good behavior. I want to be a role model and I want to really put my best foot forward and be a good example for everyone listening to this show. I really want to encourage people to, to become better versions of themselves. So, um, there may be some shifts in, 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 changes in the way that I communicate things, um, in the way that I engage with my community, with you guys, Um, if that happens, just know that it's out of the best intentions possible. And what I really, really want to do is I want to build a space where the people who enjoy my podcast can come and enjoy, uh, being a part of community, but also have, you know, positive results because of being a part of this community. I want this community to be a community that people want to be a part of. And, and when people, come in contact with you guys they 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 leave feeling like they want to be a part of the community that you're you're in. so if you are the kind of person that can be first of all kind and respectful and helpful and encouraging to you to others and you love minecraft um then I want you to join my community. I want you to be a part of the dig straight down community and i want you to to be a representative of this community so um thank you to the people who are already doing that i know there's a lot of you out there who are being positive examples of what it is to be a member of a community um so i've already been very encouraged but i just want to see this grow and i want to see this gain some momentum so i'm going to be thinking of ways that i can invest back into my community um uh, not only by obviously creating a podcast and creating a platform and all that, but I want to I want to give I want to give back to you guys the kind of support that you've been giving to me. so um join the discord if you're old enough. <laughs> um, the The rule is for discord that you have to be at least thirteen to join. So if you're thirteen or older, please join my discord uh with the permission of your parents or guardians. Uh, I'd love to have you on and uh, see some conversations going. We've already seen a lot of that happening, and I'm I'm very excited to see it. So I, I really do believe that we are just at the beginning of the Dig Straight Down community coming into uh, fruition, I guess, um, being realized, and I am super, super excited about that. And I just wanted to let you guys know what was on my mind, and um, yeah, Anyway, so without further ado, let's dig into the Dragon's Egg Challenge. Now, the Dragon's Egg Challenge is an event where three teams of listeners compete in creative challenges to win the Dragon's Egg Trophy. Last episode, I gave the challenge to improve the dungeon structure. And we have a lot of really interesting ideas here. So first up from Iron Lock. And this is from an email from Iron Lock member 3465. And they write, The dungeons could have multiple stories and have a redstone door to the other rooms. And the loot could be a diamond in a hidden room. A new mob would be the dungeon keeper. And he would have seven hearts and drop a dungeon key which could open a secret room in the end of the dungeon very simple idea here i like the simplicity of this idea um for the next idea for iron lock this comes in from john son of donut and they write my design is like the original dungeon a mossy cobble and normal cobblestone cube except it looks like the roof is held up by stripped oak wood The floor is also mossy and normal stone bricks. The roof has many chains hanging from it, and the center is a mob spawner hanging from a chain. There are chests that seem to rest on the wood pillars that contain loot similar to the original dungeon, but also contain mob drops corresponding to the mob spawner. Really great idea there. John, son of Donut from Eli. They write... This dungeon is a prison-looking building surrounded by a new block, Dungeon Soul. It is unbreakable with any tool, but it can be obtained in creative mode. The dungeon has many cell chambers with cells holding creeper spiders, zombies, skeleton, and slime spawners. The cells would also keep tr- prisoners trapped in iron bars. I'm assuming these prisoners are villagers. The chests in the cells would contain regular dungeon loot and a new thing called the Stronghold's Key. This key would allow you to access the Stronghold. This would add something different to speedrunning. A new mob called the Vault's Golem protects a vault with many goods and stands in front of the cells waiting for an adventurous player to creep in. It would have 50 hearts and would be a mini-boss. It would drop an item Called the dungeon's heart this would be activated to give you double the amounts of hearts you already have but this guardian has tricks up his sleeve he will he will ground pound and punch being very dangerous finally the vault has iron blocks and gold Around the dungeons would be tiki torches, which the player could take. The original dungeons are found in the new dungeons in the vault. For lore, the ancient civilization built these to trap the undead to make sure they wouldn't terrorize the outside world. But some mobs escaped, dooming the world of Minecraft forever. Awesome idea there. Okay, from Jer is here. They write... I think the new dungeon structure should be a tower from Days Long Forgotten, now completely surrounded by stone. There are three pillars on the tower, all made from mossy cobblestone, blended in with a bit of cracked cobblestone and one block of gold in the exact center. On the first pillar, there is an empty platform. On the middle pillar, there is a monster spawner. On the last pillar, there is a loot trest to get to... To get onto the pillars, one must use blocks to gain height to be able to access the pillars. Beware, however, since if you fall off the pillars, which are 15 to 20 blocks above the tower, you will suffer fall damage. If you fall into the lava lake underneath the tower, you are almost certainly dead. Never punch the stone in the dungeon even once, as this unwelcoming place is absolutely infested with silverfish. The block of gold is a decoy that once broken will unleash the silverfish commander. It acts like a silverfish but is 20 times bigger and is immune to lava and fall damage. Killing it will drop a silverfish egg which you can hatch to reward you with two cute silverfish pets that attack mobs for you much like that of a tamed wolf or axolotl. Wow, these are some crazy ideas here. For originality, I'm giving these ideas a 2 out of 5. For attention to detail, I'm giving these a 5 out of 5. They were packed with detail. And for how well it fits into Minecraft, I'm giving them a 4 out of 5. Given Ironlock a score of 11 points. Now moving on to Archalor. Arcolore's idea is a crypt found under a cemetery structure this would be a maze made out of obsidian which is 50 by 50 blocks and the spawners that are placed randomly around the maze and the loot in the middle is guarded by the queen spider and two or three spider spawners it's a very interesting idea very tough sounding for originality i give this idea a four out of five for attention to detail i give it a three out of five and for how well it fits in minecraft i give it a three out of five as well giving arcalore a score of 10. Moving on to Nightbane. Nightmane's idea is this. Above the dungeon is a tower made purely of stone-related blocks, a little smaller than a pillager outpost. You'd enter through either a hole in the wall via a cave or the door, which would, depending on generation, be open to a cave. When you enter the tower, there's an upstairs where the chest would be and a main floor. On the main floor, there is a staircase in the middle of the room descending down into the dungeon. There's also a 20% chance of a tripped wire trapped cake spawning in the tower Hmm. in the dungeon it's very lit falling apart and full of bats to drive the player insane of course the stairs end on a slightly raised platform and a staircase off the platform leads in four directions each side leads to a dungeon door two of which have a redstone contraption next to it that you would need to fix in order to open it these two have the loot chests behind them any loot chest would be trapped, including the one in the tower. The t- other two are left open. The bars broken over time, and the spawners are behind them. Whatever mob is inside spawner would attack you while you try to fix the contraption to get the loot. I really like this idea. For originality, I give them a 4 out of 5. For attention to detail, a 4 out of 5. And for how well it fit- fits into Minecraft, a 5 out of 5. I think this would be amazing to see in Minecraft. So, that gives... Nightbane, an overall score of 13, which makes this the first time Nightbane has won the dragon's egg. Congratulations, Nightbane! And as the victorious music begins to fade in, I will read a list of the members of Nightbane Awesome Chicken, Battle Ted, Coco Walnut, The One Big Boy, Diamond Spy 64, Indigo Titan. Kelp, Mad Dog Plays, Meow, Miss Bean, Payday Musicality, and Void. And as the music fades away for the next challenge, I want you to imagine an item that is useful for either climbing tall mountains or exploring caves. The ideas will be judged on originality, attention to detail, and how well it fits into the world of Minecraft. Each team can put forward more than one idea, so don't be shy to disagree with each other and come up with your own answers. However, I do want to see team members working together on this. Whoever has the best idea will win the dragon's egg and will have a full team member shout out in the next episode. Again, if you want to take part in this challenge, you can either join a team on the Discord, or you can email me with your ideas and tell me which team you would like to be on. Deadline for these ideas is May 5th. Now, let's dig into the main discussion of this episode. So, there's a reason I don't normally release episodes on Wednesday. And that's because, normally speaking, Mojang releases a Minecraft snapshot on Wednesday. And if I release my episode on Wednesday, I won't be able to cover that snapshot. However, because I messed up the schedule and wasn't able to get a episode out last Monday, here we are on a Wednesday with this fresh episode and probably... <laughs> Probably a new snapshot that I'm not going to be able to cover until next episode. So, apologies for that if there's a new snapshot out there and uh, I haven't covered it. But anyway, that being said, I've got a lot of things to cover. Um, A while ago, Minecraft Snapshot 21 w 14 a was released and this snapshot introduced Raw Ore. And now I know we've all been hearing about raw ore before, so I'm not going to go into a lot of detail. Um, but what, what, my, my thoughts, my basic thoughts on the raw ore is, gosh, it's about time. <laughs> um, lapis drops its ore. Redstone drops its ore. Uh, nether gold drops its ore. Iron drops a block and um, gold drops a block and copper. Um, so this snapshot means that instead of instead of just mining iron ore blocks and getting the block, you're basically going to mine a iron ore block, and it will drop a raw iron item, which then you can smelt into the regular iron ingot. Cool idea. It's very much realistic, but it's also just consistent with the, re- the rest of the ores in the game. I think it's about time. And it's awesome that now you're able to fortune iron, whereas you were not able to do that before. So good on you, Mojang, for doing that. That's really all my, all my thoughts on that snapshot. Um, not very complicated. It was a very simple snapshot, but, um, the blocks that come with that, the, the, the raw iron, uh, raw copper and raw, uh, gold blocks are really really cool looking and i can't wait to see what people do with them they remind me a lot of just different variations different colors of cobblestone which is amazing and i can't wait to see the roads that people will make or even the 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 roofs because um the copper the raw copper ore block really looks like a uh a nice tiled roof um and i think that somebody putting that as a roof would look really good maybe i'll do that um, whenever I start playing Minecraft again, <laughs> uh, whenever this update finally comes out. So uh, yeah, that was a, that was really cool, really cool to see that. Um, and then that brings us to the next thing that happened was a, an announcement from Mojang. And this is the big news here. This is the big news. I'm sure everybody's already heard about it. But I'm going to read what they announced in their own words. And they said... On their website and the link to this is in the show notes they said we know this is a highly anticipated update it is also the most ambitious one that we've ever developed and we're striving to deliver as much fun content as possible without compromising on quality however due to the ambition level of this update and the current state of the world we found it difficult to deliver on this promise while sticking to our original timeline Since giving you the best update possible is our priority, we have decided to split the Caves and Cliffs update into two parts. The first part is coming this summer, while the second is planned for release around the holiday season. Okay, so my thoughts on that are, at first I was disappointed, and then after thinking about it for a short period of time, I was like, this is a good thing. This is a great thing. So, my words to you are, if you find yourself disappointed... In this, in this announcement. Just think about it this way. These features, all the features that you're really excited about in this update, they're getting more attention. They're going to be more refined. They're going to be even better when they finally release them as opposed to as if they had stuck with it in the original timeline of the original deadline. So feel happy about this. We already know. We know what 1.17 and 1.18 are going to be we already know wouldn't isn't that the coolest thing it, it to me this is like when they announced that avengers infinity war which we all thought was going to be one movie um they turned out they were like no the avengers infinity war infinity war is going to be part 1 part 2 which part 2 ended up being end game but still when that news came out that was huge that was amazing it was incredible it was like it was more good stuff to look forward to so that's the way i'm looking forward to this Um, now I don't know if they're going to change, if if it's going to be, you know, 1.17 is Caves and Cliffs part one and 1.18 is Caves and Cliffs part two, or if they're going to have different kind of like titles for these, like if it's going to be like part one is going to be Caves and, well, it would part, maybe, maybe 1.18 would be Caves and Cliffs and 1.17 is going to be called something different. I don't know how they're going to handle that. I'm really interested to see how they're going to handle that. Um, but that. That's my reaction, is this is a good thing. And I want to encourage you, my listeners, my community, if you're a part of my community, please have a positive outlook on this. This is a good thing. We have to be patient, and we'll get a really good thing in the end of this year. Um, here's some words from uh, Henrik Nyberg, who is a developer, uh, um, and he works on Minecraft pretty heavily. Um, and this is from a video... Uh, about this announcement that he and Lady Agnes uh, spoke in. So, the link to that video is also in the description of this episode. But I'm going to read this quote here. Henrik says In the first update for the summer, we're going to focus on the blocks and mobs and not so much on world generation. So, blocks would include biome blocks such as drip leaf, pointed dripstone, glowberries, and some building blocks such as deep slate, etc. The mobs will include the axolotl and the goat and the glow squid. Most of the world generation is in Part 2, but there will be a little bit in Part 1 as well, such as the generation of copper, geodes, and things like that. The second part is all about world generation, so that's where you'll find for the holiday update new caves, new mountains, and the new world height, as well as the actual placement of the biomes. Um, And there's a post on the Minecraft website answering some of the frequently asked questions about the Caves and Cliffs update, and the link is going to be in the show notes as well. So, all the links to all these things are gonna, I'm talking about right now are in the, de- on, are in the, uh, the details of this episode. Um, so, I have a few, a handful of questions, a few questions. <laughs> First question is Where will survival players get new blocks such as moss, dripstone, drip leaf, etc.? I know that creative players are just going to be able to pop them out of their creative mode inventory. But what about survival players? Are we going to be able to get our hands on dripstone? Are we going to be able to get our hands on deep slate? I mean, they're going to be in part one of the update, if, I've, if I'm reading this correctly. Um, yeah, yeah. Part part one includes blocks, and that that includes drip deep slate. If we're not getting the um <laughs> uh, the the deeper levels, the deeper Y levels where we would normally find deep slate, where are we getting deep slate from? Are we gonna Please don't tell me we're gonna find it from the wandering trader. <laughs> that's all. That's all I'm saying. Do not let it be the wandering trader. If it's the wandering trader, I might actually be upset. <laughs> um, I'm hoping that maybe I don't know. Maybe when they release this, they'll they'll have deep slate be generating in blobs like diorite and andesite. That would be cool. Maybe it's found around bedrock. Um, I would like to see these things generating in one way or another maybe in the closest equivalent to uh their part their part two biomes my second question is will there be a version of these biomes in part one generating in normal caves so will we get the the um the lush caves kind of blocks and generation generating in what we already have as normal cave generation just with sort of that lush cave uh biome paint on it um i hope so i think that that would be really cool maybe not i don't know um will the mobs spawn in the closest equivalent to their future part two uh biomes because i know axolotls are coming in part one uh, glow squid is coming in part 1 all of these things as far as i as as far as i remember those two by bi- those two um those two creatures only spawn and i might be wrong about the glow squid but i know for a fact that axolotl only spawns in caves with water so uh what's that going to look like uh, for part 1 are axolotls going to spawn in the oceans for part 1 and then move to the caves in part 2 or are they going to spawn in part part one? You know, cave generations. Maybe in because there's really not that much like puddles of water in caves. Are they just going to spawn in underwater caves? I, who knows? Who knows? Um, but these are some questions that I have. If you have any thoughts, guys, please let me know. Uh, part one is going to be huge. Okay, so don't 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 think of this as part one being a kind of dinky little update and part two is going to be the main thing part one is going to be big um there are so many blocks think of part one as the block update because we're getting a huge list of new blocks in part one so this is a good thing okay this is a great thing and i'm excited i'm excited and i hope you guys have a positive outlook on this as well um, moving on to the, the, the latest snapshot as, as of the recording of this episode, anyway. Um, I guarantee you that tomorrow when this episode releases, there's going to be a new snapshot that I haven't covered. But anyway, <clears throat> as of this episode, the latest snapshot is 21W15A. And this snapshot, um, is sort of, you know, reflecting on the, the, the announcement of the split update and that things, Things are going to be a bit different. Um, you can still try, according to the, the notes on this snapshot, you can still try out world generation for the later update using a data pack, which activates the changes as an experimental custom world. And it has a link to download the data pack. So there's a link to the, uh, this snapshot's notes in the description of this episode. So you're going to be able to get a, 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 an approximate experience of the full Caves and Cliffs update um, by using this data pack, which is cool for people who want to, who can't wait to get into it. Um, but for those of us who kind of want to wait to get the, the organic Minecraft experience, um, I'm probably going to wait. I'm not going to use the data pack, but if you do and you use it, um, shoot me an email and let me know what your experience are and what your thoughts are, um, play around in it for a few days, build a base, uh, go exploring, you know, uh, do some really good, you know, Minecraft gameplay in that world. And then shoot me an email detailing your experiences. I would love to go over that in the show. Um, so it gives a li- uh, some instructions on how to get the, um, that experimental world up and playing in it. So if you're interested in that, hop on over to that article. Um, the new feature in 21W15A is literally just this one thing. Goats will ram anything that moves. And also armor stands cool feature. I think that's going to be very useful for people who want to make wacky, interesting farms. Um, I haven't really played around with goats and this could either be really annoying or really, really, really funny. Um, but anyway, that's a really cool thing. There are a few changes. First of all, there's a crinkly, crunchly, crinkly, crunchly. (laughs) There's a crink, crinkly. If I can speak English, that would be great. For those of you who don't know, (laughs) <laughs> um at this point in time, for this episode actually i I'm in my car recording. I don't usually record in my car anymore. I used to do that in the big be- in the beginning of this this podcast be- before I had an actual space to record, but I'm able to un- unable to get to that space right now. so right now I'm literally sitting in the back seat of my um of my Impala <laughs> um with the air conditioning going. I'm sitting in the shade of a I'm parked in the shade of a large tree in the parking lot of a Starbucks in my town just to give you a little snapshot of what's going on around me in my life. And so there's just activity all around me. I'm hoping nobody can hear me, but that's probably why I'm having so much trouble talking right now <laughs> is because literally I'm seeing people like pulling in and out, getting their coffee, heading over to Lowe's, you know, like just, I don't know. I, I thought I'd just give you that little glimpse into what's going on at this moment in- of time. Uh, hopefully I'll get back to my little studio of a closet in the next episode but anyway i'm in the car for this one but those changes that i was talking about there's going to be a crinkly crunchy sound now playing when bone meal is used which i love the sound of uh bone blocks and all that so maybe maybe they wanted to change the sound of bone meal being used to reflect the that awesome sound that's very satisfying when you're using bone blocks um, they reordered some of the blocks in the bu- in the buildings blocks tab in the creative menu. For those of you who play creative, you might want to check that out. Goats will now avoid walking on powder snow, which might be coming in, ha- which might come in handy for people who are exploring, uh, the new cave, uh, the new, um, mountain generation, rather. Uh, just walk where goats are walking. Creepers now won't dare mess with the goats. Good idea, creepers. Stay away from them, goats. Um, and there's a few other, changes as well, uh, including the ability to create, uh, raw ore blocks, uh, from raw ore items. So those are the, the changes, the most recent changes, uh, in news for Minecraft. Um, some interesting things there, obviously it's a huge, huge announcement. And I know that a lot of people are going to have mixed opinions on that, but again, I hope that yours I hope you stay on the positive side of things. Um no matter if you're disappointed. Of course people are going to be disappointed. Um in a perfect world we would have every Minecraft update in its perfect form right now. <laughs> um but that's that's just not going to happen realistically. So um just to stay on the positive side of things and uh, I think that everything will be great in the end. Uh let's move on to listener emails. I have a good handful of them here. From Overplayed08 They write, hi. (laughs) I'm Overplayed08, and I have an idea for the new Glow Ink Sacks. My idea is that you could add Glow Ink Sacks to awkward potions and get Glow Potions. If you drink them, you would get a glow effect similar to the one you get from Spectral Arrows. You would have it for three minutes, and then slowly it would fade away. You would also, you could also add gum powder to it to make splash potions of glowing, which has the same effect on the entity you hit. That could be useful at PvP. That's a really cool idea there, uh, almost like a glowing effect grenade for PvP. Like, say somebody's like hiding behind um, a, ba- a barrier, or a tree, or a stone, or something, and they're they're about to, you know, and you know they're there, but you don't know quite where they are. You just lob one of these uh, splash potions of glowing uh, at them, and you can find them. That's a cool idea. Overplayed. Thanks for the email. Uh, the next one is from Jamie. And they write, Hi Rebel, I've really been enjoying your podcast lately. Mind Fable stories are so entertaining, and Dig Straight Down is really interesting. Thank you so much, Jamie. Anyway, I wrote in because I was listening to your episode on rivers, and when you mentioned light blocks and survival, I thought of this crafting recipe. And the crafting recipe is, one sea lantern in the middle, surrounded by eight lingering potions of invisibility. The potions are lingering because the light block stays invisible forever and the sea lantern represents the light emitting from the light block. You can also throw in some sort of lever or button at the top to represent that you can cycle through the states of the block to change how much light it emits. I think this would be a good idea because while accumulating eight lingering potions of invisibility and in sea lanterns is hard, it is not undoable. Have fun digging straight down but try not to fall into lava, bye. Thanks Jamie for the email, good idea here. I like the recipe particularly because it um, represents how the block works. You have the invisibility in there and then you have also the user interface in there with the button or the lever. It's a really cool idea. Um, I have a hard time imagining how they would even implement this in survival, but recipes like this, obviously th- th- these represent a way Um, So thanks for your insight there. I think a recipe that represents how something works in the world is always a good thing. So awesome idea there, Jamie. This one is from Mark Winters 7800, and they write, What's going on, Rebel JC? I am a huge fan of your podcast. (laughs) By the way, I'm 12 years old, and I listen to it every time you post an episode. Thank you so much for that. That's very encouraging. I'm so happy that you are enjoying it. Please, please keep up the good work. I have an idea for a modification for horse armor in vanilla. I think it would be cool if you could add a horn to your horse armor. Imagine you are on a horse and you run into a zombie. The horn, when it gets close to the zombie, on contact, the zombie will fly back about two blocks. The horse horn can be crafted by using all of your classic ores like iron ingots, diamond ore, and gold ingots. For crafting, you would have to... Have three of whatever ore you are using stacked on top of each other, and then you combine it with horse armor by placing them next to each other in the crafting grid. Also, you can combine the horn with a poison potion to current to turn it into a corrupted horse horn, which gives any enemy the poison effect for ten seconds. The horn looks like a pixelated unicorn horn, which is shaded the color of the substance you use to make it. The corrupted horn looks like a normal horn, except some of the shaded pixels are replaced by a light green. By light green pixels in a wavy pattern. Thanks for your time. Have a good day, Mark Winters. Seven eight zero zero. Thank you so much, Mark, for this email. I like this idea. I love the idea of adding some more use to horse armor because right now, literally, all it does is one, look cool, and to protect the horse. And of course, we want to protect our horses. Um, if you're using horses, you want to be pre- you want them to be protected from fall damage. You know, being shot by a skeleton that's trying to shoot you. All of those, go- all of that all that stuff, but, um, because, I like the idea of giving horses more of an offensive, you know, attacking role, um, so this could be a way to do it, and maybe even, it, I mean, I, I, I'm assuming that the unicorn horn would be protruding from the, the, the horse's head, which would be a really, really cool thing, I mean, it just be, we're riding a magic unicorn around in Minecraft, um, the, and the horn would be able to, um, to uh to affect enemy mobs that come up too close i love this idea a lot and i think also, i actually think that it would fit into minecraft very well so thanks for the email mark great idea and this next email is from quill Hello again, hello again, Rebel. It's me, Quill, and today I wanted to tell you about my it is for the light block in survival. I really enjoyed last week's episode. I hope you never stop podcasting. Well, thank you so much, Quill, and I hope I never stop podcasting, too. My idea for the crafting recipe of the light block would be eight nether stars surrounding an object. I'm not 100% sure as to what this would be. It could be a dragon's eye that you get when the dragon's killed or from another mob entirely. Another idea is i had for the center item was the guardian eye it would make an ocean monument much more worthwhile and you could receive the eye when killing one of the bigger guardians this would keep the light block from being too accessible and op and make it like an end game item the only thing about this is that none of the items i mentioned have an invisibility quality which the light block has let me know what you think and if you have any other ideas thanks quill 07 Awesome idea here, Quill. I do think that if they did add the light block in, I do think that it being somewhat inaccessible and very hard to get would be a good thing, simply because it's such an op block um, for builders that use that that are in survival mode. So um, I agree that it should it should be pretty hard to get. Also, I think a dragon's eye and a guardian eye would be a really awesome item to collect, even as a trophy that would be really cool. So really good uh, recipe idea there, Quill. Thanks for sending me an email. Thanks for the idea. Really good idea. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Guys, if you have any questions or comments or ideas that you want to share with me, please feel free to email me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. And if you are 13 or over, please feel free to join the discord. The link is in the show notes. I want to see you there and I want to see people talking about Minecraft. Yes, you can connect with me on Twitter. I'm at RebelJC underscore 92. And if you're feeling particularly generous today, you can leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. I would love to see it there. And until next episode, guys, keep digging straight down.